Hey there, welcome to Love People and Make Money. This is Kelly McCausey. You are listening to episode number 91. And I have a guest today. I'm so excited to introduce to you. Before we jump into that, I'm jazzed. Okay, so I'm recording this on August 24th. There are eight days left in August. I'm counting down with great excitement and anticipation because the Stretch Yourself Challenge starts on September 1st. And we already have more people registered right now than we had last year. This is exciting because so many registrations come in in the final week. We're just going to have a bigger, more amazing group of people than ever before. And I'm seeing so many new faces. I can't tell you how much I'm looking forward to this. New faces for me means new faces for you. The Stretch Yourself Challenge it is a content marketing challenge, but it is a community event where you get to meet and engage with other people. And every time you get to introduce yourself to a new person and learn about what someone else is doing, your world grows. And we want that. Like as online creators, we want that. If we spend all of our time with the same people, it's fun, like it's personally edifying to surround myself with people that I already know and feel really comfortable with. Oh, but my business can grow and I can grow when I expand my horizons and connect with new people. So I'm excited for me. I'm excited for you. If you have not registered yet, go to stretchyourselfchallenge.com and sign up. Be sure to use a coupon, stretch50. Stretch 50 will save you half off your registration. So, yay, woo! And, hey, if you're listening to this and it's still August, I have an affiliate competition. I have affiliates promoting the challenge like crazy right now because I'm giving away an iPad Pro. First place gets an iPad Pro worth $799 and then we have second third fourth and fifth place cash prizes as well right now Cindy Bedar is leading the pack setting the pace she texted me yesterday she said that iPad is mine <clears throat> so if you want to give her a run for her money get your affiliate link and share it with your people. Invite your friends. If you know creators, if you know content marketers, if you know people who want to stretch and grow their business through content, send them on over. You're going to earn 50% of their registration. And maybe you can rise up in the ranks. Refer so many people that you win one of the cash bonuses. I love affiliate marketing. I love sharing the load of promotion with other people, and of course, sharing the profits with those who do so. So, 
All right, hey guys, let's jump in to my interview. I've got somebody so cool I want you to know. Hey everybody, you're back with Kelly and I have my guest, Kathleen Gage from Vegan Visibility. Hi, Kathleen. Hey, how are you, Kelly? Great to be here. I'm good. I'm so tickled. You know, I haven't done a podcast interview in a long time. Uh, I haven't wanted to. Like, I get pitches left and right of people who tell me I'm perfect for your audience, but they never are. And uh, I just, you... I had messaged you about something and you had responded about your, the way you fine tuned your business direction towards, uh, I watched the video on your homepage. Uh, you say, if you have a vegan plant-based or green business, like I'm your person. Right. And I got curious and I'm like, I've got to interview Kathleen about her, her shifts and in direction with business. But first like, let's give people a speedball look at your business history. Wow. You, a speedball what have you look. done? Yeah. Well, just about everything. I've had my business um, a little over 28 years. So in that time, it's gone through many recreations. And um, I started out where I was a corporate trainer because I left a corporate job and it made perfect sense to just go right into that realm. And uh, that shifted to working with municipalities, state agencies, federal agencies. I worked with the U.S. Marine Corps. I uh, was contracted by a seminar company. And that was kind of a um, kind of misleading belief that I had it all figured out when I got the contract with the seminar company because I, I spoke for them uh, for four years and I was a top speaker. So getting the gigs was no big deal, but the, the pay was garbage. I mean, quite seriously, it was like, oh my gosh, I look back now and it's like, I got paid in a month, what I now make in a, in an hour of speaking. And um, actually I make more in an hour if I go out to do keynoting, but that evolved into working with small businesses. We met in the digital space. I've been uh, in digital marketing for over 20 years, probably 25. I uh, used to speak at niche affiliate marketers. And so it has evolved now to where I am a visibility strategist within the vegan industry. And I, I loved what you said about people approaching you for your podcast show that they're not a fit. I have two podcast shows. One is vegan visibility. So figure out what that is. Uh, Plant-based eating for health. Okay, let's figure out what that is. And I have people who approach me that are not vegans. They don't eat plant-based, but I'm a perfect fit for your market because I've got this uh, network marketing item that I want to sell to your people. And it's like, no, 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 no. Read the description. Um, but now what I do is I work primarily within the vegan space with speakers, authors, coaches, consultants, the same thing I was doing pre-pandemic, but now I've niched it down to a market that I'm very aligned with. Yeah. On your website, uh, you identify, um, you know, that you do, you know, consulting, strategic planning. Uh, you talk about book marketing, mm -hmm. uh, virtual summits, digital programs, uh, becoming an independent pod, in-demand podcast guest. Those topics can be super wide. Yes. And serve anyone. Was, was there a point where you were kind of available to everyone for those topics? 
Yes, I would just uh, prostitute myself out to anybody and every no, but quite seriously, yeah, I I was pretty um, wide in my approach. It was like uh, it, initially in my business, seriously, the way I describe it, if you could fog a mirror and had a check, I was good to go. Uh, then I narrowed it down, but. I used to work in virtually any industry with speakers, authors, coaches, and consultants. And what I love now with what you just described, I'm working with a client right now that we're actually doing a book launch and we're using the summit to launch her book. And initially yeah. it was going to be two uh, silos. It, it, yeah. Each one was going to be independent. And I was on a morning run and I do a lot of running and that's where I get my best thinking. And it hit me that we could actually combine the two mm -hmm. that we're going to launch her book, but we're reworking her book to have lead bait inside. You know, everything I do with my clients is really about strategy that gets them to a wider market within their niche. And it really is about a long-term plan because a lot of authors, they publish a book and they do nothing to market it. And with me, like in 2014, I launched my book, Power Up for Profits. That book was a lead generator into a three-day event. That three-day event generated a quarter of a million dollars. And I knew going into it that there was a back-end plan. And that's really how I work with my clients. But again, I work primarily within the vegan and plant-based space now. Nice. Yeah, a lot of people are all excited about planning, writing, you know, designing and launching a book, but then what you're helping them think way past the book. Absolutely. Yeah. Because writing the book quite seriously is the easy part. I mean, you sit down and you write, I've had people say, I want to be a writer. I want to be a writer. And I used to do the same thing. I remember years ago, I'd say, I want to be a writer. And somebody said, well, why don't you write? You know, it's like, oh, what a concept. Um, and, you know, sometimes things are so simple that we complicate them, but with a book, the writing truly is the easy part and you should be planning the marketing as you're writing the book, not when it's published. And I have people say to me all the time, well, I'll worry about the marketing after the book is published. And it's like, that's going to be too late Yeah, because you want to set up systems that let's say with a book inside the book, you have what's called lead bait. You know what lead bait is. Some people do, some people don't, but basically it's a way to drive people to either your website or a landing page where they get something for free um, and they leave their name and email address so you can do the back-end marketing to them. Um, and it's all about creating value. See, that that really is what I look at uh, in my business is how can I create a lot of value for my clients and teach my clients to create a lot of value for the people they work with. Uh, because oftentimes people, they only think in terms of how am I going to make money instead of what value do I bring to the market? Because the more value you bring, the more money you're going to make. How, I'm curious about how you arrived at the decision to focus on vegan, uh, plant-based and green businesses. When I think about Kathleen Gage, um, uh, you, you are, you're one of my favorite speakers. Like when, Aww, when I'm at events and you. you hear all of the different speakers, there's the speakers you can't wait to see again. You're one of them. Thank you. Um, so you could have totally gone in the speaker route. You know, I'm going to serve speakers like crazy and you would have all the legitimacy and respect for that. Um, well, I did do that. 
I did do that. And, and how I went into the vegan space is I became vegan and I didn't go into that space and then become vegan. I actually, uh, it's been nearly four years since I gave up meat and dairy. I initially gave it up for health. I was feeling a lot of inflammation and I'm 68 years old. And so I was 64 at the time and really feeling a lot of pain in my wrist and my joints. And I did some research and realized if I got rid of dairy and meat, primarily dairy, which causes so much inflammation for people. Um, they've connected it with dementia, Alzheimer's, uh, heart disease, diabetes, high blood pressure. And so the more research I did, I thought, okay, it makes sense to give this up for seven days. That was my initial yeah. uh, commitment was seven days. Well, in seven days, I felt great. And so I thought, okay, I'll do it another seven days. Would not call myself vegan because vegans are crazy. And so <laughs> I didn't want to be associated with that. Well, after a few months, I, I was going deeper and deeper into it and researching and really saw the health benefits, the planet benefits and the benefit to the animals because factory farming is horrendous. And it was six months into it. I was at the grocery store and I actually had what I define as a spiritual awakening around the connection between what we put in our body and the pain and suffering in the world. And some people would say that's a little too woo woo. That's kind of weird, but it was my experience. And so from that point forward, I started identifying as a vegan and then the pandemic hit. And when the pandemic hit, my business was doing a very, very healthy multiple six figures. And when the pandemic hit literally overnight, about 80% of my revenue was wiped off the, the face of the earth. And because I was a speaker, a very active speaker at that time, and um, all the conferences were getting canceled. And so I had to really evaluate what I wanted to do with my business. Would I retire? Because I was able to retire. I was at an age that a lot of people retire. And I thought, even if I don't make money, I'm still going to do what I do. So it was through all that, a lot of soul searching, a lot of uh, journaling, meditation, that I realized that I had something to offer the vegan space because initially, Kelly, I thought I was going to be a nutritionist and I actually went through the E. Cornell University certification to be a nutritionist. And I realized that I don't have the patience for that. It's like, just don't eat it. That's, you know, that's how I teach nutrition. Don't eat it. Eat this. Don't eat that. And then I realized I had so much to offer people within the vegan space that didn't know how to market themselves. And I started testing the waters and then I rebranded. I was on a run one day and it came to me, what do vegans need? They need visibility, vegan visibility. Hmm, that's interesting. Checked that the URL was available and I thought, okay, there's that's how I'm going to rebrand myself. And from there, I just evolved into what I'm doing today. I love that. Well, and if I may share, what, what's so exciting is it didn't take me long to make a name for myself within the industry because I utilized everything I teach my clients. I actually applied to my own business. And it was a little over a year ago, I did my first summit within that industry. And I approached the per the person that I knew the best that was a marketer. And it, it was a marketing uh, summit. It wasn't, again, how to teach people how to be vegan or plant-based. And I went to all the top marketers within the vegan industry started with the person I knew best. So I had leverage and I had social proof that yes, pr Kathleen Gage probably does know what she's doing. From there, I went to the next person. I said, Katrina Fox is a part of this. Would you be a part of it? It was Elizabeth Alfano. She said, yes. Then I went to John Oberg. Then I went to, and these are names that most people won't recognize unless yeah. you're in that industry. And I 
I had one person who said no, and it was strictly because of their time constraints. 10 people I approached, 10 people said, yes, we did the summit. And immediately people were saying, we're seeing you everywhere. It's like you came out of nowhere. Who are you? And then they looked at my track record. It's like, okay. And now things are going great. I mean, I'm so busy now and I just signed another really nice five-figure contract a couple of days ago. So things are going well. Nice. Um, that's I'm excited. I so before we started to record, um, you alluded to when you made the decision to to focus your niche, mm -hmm. to tighten it up. Mm -hmm. Some people thought that was a great idea. Some people thought that was a bad idea. Why do you think mm -hmm. people are so scared of of defined niche? You know, that is such a great question, Kelly. And I think why people are afraid to define a niche is because they think that they're eliminating all this other business. And what I have discovered is when you go deep into an industry, you actually rise to the top. If you're good at what you do, you rise to the top. And when I made the decision to work within the vegan space, I had friends who are very high powered consultants that were like, oh, no, no, that's going to be the death of you. There's not a big enough market. And right now in the United States, 3% of the population is vegan. So you take 3% of however many people we have in the United States, that's a lot of people. Well, you drill down from there. Not all vegans have businesses, but more and more, and especially because of the pandemic, more people are opening vegan businesses, but they still have the same challenge that virtually any industry has. They don't know how to market. And so as I really looked at it, I had to follow my own gut instinct because being in business for 28 years, you I've gone through 9-11. I went through 2008, the downturn of the economy, then the COVID uh, shutdowns and the downturn of our economy now. And you just figure out as you go along what's going to work. You test, you, you know, not everything hits 100% for sure. You you just, you you really have to look at what, do you have an expertise at and what does the market need? And the more I talked to people, the more I realized they needed to know how to gain visibility yeah. and to be strategic around it. Yeah. There's, there's a huge benefit to your clientele when you're, when you're so focused because, uh, you know, if you're visibility in general, you know, mm -hmm. And one of your clients is in this niche over here and another client is in that niche over there. Your expertise applies to both for sure, but right. they don't, they have nothing to do with each other. When you have all your clients in the same marketplace or area of interest, then you've got this introduction mojo. It's incredible. Happens. Yes. And, and. Now I am being introduced into uh, organizations and nonprofits that need visibility. They need to generate funding. You know, there's different terminology depending on who you're working with. If you're working with a for-profit business, it's revenues. If you're working with a nonprofit, it's funding. It's the same thing. It's money. Yeah. Um, but by focusing on one industry, I I actually am in conversations with right now three organizations that have been around for a long time and they're stuck. They're like, we just don't know what to do. And your name keeps coming up. I had somebody call me yesterday and said, 
I talked to so-and-so from so-and-so organization. I'm not going to mention who it is. And um, he said, I mentioned your name and she knew who you were. And I'm like, dang, really? And <laughs> so it happened really in a sense, it happened fast, but it took 28 years to get that kind of speed within an yeah. industry. And, and so really what it is, is being really good at what you do, being consistent with what you do. Um, every day I do something to get my name out there. And it's not that I, uh, I manipulate it. I just put out my perspective and my point of view. And not everybody agrees with my perspective. Like within the vegan industry, this is really industry. You have uh, interesting. You have vegans who only are vegan for the animals. And they say, if you do anything around health and fitness, that's wrong. Vegans don't do that. And I'm like, what? And me, I'm all about health and fitness because if you're healthy, you can do more good in the world. You have more energy to do it. And so I come from the perspective that I'm vegan, first of all, for the animals, but then it's also for the environment and it's also for my health. And so it's really looking at what you believe in, what you're aligned with and owning it. It's like, just put your stake in the ground. I have a client who is the vegan publisher and I helped her rename her business where she was kind of like, well, if I just identify as the vegan publisher, I'm going to eliminate all these other people. I said, you're going to own that space. And this is what we're going to focus on. She did um, a book launch that I helped her with. And from that point forward, everybody goes, the vegan publisher. We know the vegan publisher, the vegan yeah. publisher. And she's got quite a name for herself. Nice. I, I love it. I, uh, oh, I just messed up my notes over here. Um, I wanted to, I, I mentioned to Nicole Dean that I was interviewing you this morning and Nicole's one of my favorite people. Well, you're one of her favorite people too. Uh, she said, um, I love how the two things, her, her love of animals and vegan living works so well together. What a way to make the world a better place. Aw, ah, you're bringing tears to my eyes. I love that. <laughs> well, you know, it, it, it really, to me, it's about, as I look at the average length of time that people live, I was actually journaling about this this morning, that according to statistics, I have about 10 more years left. And I'm like, wow, that goes by fast. What am I going to do with that 10 years? How am I going to create my legacy? How am I going to have an impact? And how will I create significance, not only for myself, but for other people? And what really occurred to me is that most people could care less about what we do. That, I mean, that is a fact of life. Most people like you post something on social media and people make their comments. But when you get down to it, it's really a small core of people who really care about what happens in your life. And so it's creating significance with what you do in a way that you're aligned with your own values, you're setting the right boundaries, you're, uh, your time is being used in a way where you feel that it's valuable. Because so often people just spin their wheels and they get caught up in these conversations that really are not that important, but in that moment, they think it's important. So I don't know if that made any sense at all, but for me, it's like, I really look at how am I using my energy? How am I using my time? Who am I surrounding myself with? And am I living a life of significance according to my standards? I, I love that, uh, your focus allows you to amplify what you care about, you know, as you support and strategize and, and help 
you know, all of these vegan uh, businesses spread the word, create what they want. Like you're having this, you're having a big impact on the world. The, I feel, I feel like I'm not putting good words to it, but like you can only do so much. One person can Mm -hmm. only do so much, but when you, but when you put yourself in, you know, when you support your values and make choices for your business that, that has that kind of ripples, like, Mm -hmm. sorry, everybody. No, no, (laughs) actually that makes perfect sense. And that's actually why I've really started focusing on helping clients do summits because left to our own devices, we can only reach so many people. When we surround ourselves with people that are wanting to achieve similar outcomes. And let's say you bring 10 people into a summit and with we're doing another summit. And I actually partnered with somebody on this one who I met at NAMS about seven, eight years ago, V. Lynn Hawkins, which she's just an amazing, amazing woman. And she goes, yeah, I heard you speak at Niche Affiliate Marketing. It's like, really? Get out, girl. And we actually worked on an event together. And that's how we connected through the vegan space. But as we've been bringing people together, it's a marketing summit. We are going to have 10 times the impact by yeah. bringing the, probably a hundred times the impact by bringing all these other people on board and being able to teach other people effective marketing strategies based on what I learned through like David Perdue, through you, through Nicole, through uh, people that they were definitely smarter than me in many ways. And in many ways, I had more information than they had. And so we we share this. But yeah, it, it's really about finding the people you align with. And what is your purpose? What Why are you here? What do you want to leave as a legacy? And then going from there. But what I love about being in the vegan space is it really is about making the world a better place, the environment, the animals. It, it's not just about what I eat. Because if you look at the ripple effect, look at what's happening in the world right now with all the floods, with the fires, with the uh, natural, well, they're not so natural, they're man-made disasters and woman-made disasters. And we can reverse that. If people are more conscientious about the actions they take on a daily basis, and that's what drives me each and every day. Kathleen, I thank you so much for making time to come and talk with me. I'm excited for people in my audience to learn about, to learn from you. Like I, I know there are people right now thinking about, you know, tightening up their niche or, or just making a complete shift. I hope you inspire them to be courageous in that. And then of course, anybody running a vegan plant-based or green business, like go check out Kathleen at Vegan Visibility. You do have some cool freebies. Mm-hmm. on your website. So I'll link to that. And uh, thank you so much, Kathleen. Thank you, Kelly. This has been delightful. And I so appreciate what you're doing. And I I just, I was thrilled when you invited me to uh, have a conversation. So thank you. Welcome back to love people and make money you have been listening to episode number 91 you can find me on the web at lovepeoplemakemoney.com you'll find all of the other episodes of the podcast my blog links to my resources my coaching my mastermind and of course 
uh, as I mentioned at the beginning of this week's show, the Stretch Yourself Challenge is starting September 1. If you're listening to this in August, come on over, register, jump in, join us for the live challenge. If you're listening to this later, like so many people, you know, like find the podcast and listen to old episodes, stretchyourselfchallenge.com, there's a self-study version of the challenge available all through the year. So whether you got to join us live or you get to join us in spirit, I would love you to do that. Stretch yourself, create content you're proud of for the people that you love. That's how we love people and make money. Have a fantastic day. See you in the next episode.